0: Welcome to Bundle Buddies. This is a podcast where we play through the entire itch.air bundle for racial justice and equality. My name is Alex Honnett.
1: And my name is Eric Taylor Roth.
0: The itch.air bundle for racial justice and equality was launched in June 2020 during the massive outcry for racial justice following George Floyd's murder by police. It has 1,741 items from 840 plus creators, and it raised over $8 million. All proceeds were donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund, as well as the Community Bail Fund. This is episode 17, and we have played 48 of the 1,365 playable games in the bundle. Thank you for joining us today. You're
1: welcome, Alex. Thank Glad you. Glad to be here. Happy, Happy to be here. Long time you know, listener, first time caller.
0: I'm always thanking the listeners, but I should be thanking you, Eric. I, I never want to take you for granted. And that's my uh, New Year's resolution in 2021. You know
1: I should be thanking you. I actually, I just had therapy tonight and I was like, how can I make New Year's resolutions now? Like, it's just like, it seems so stupid. And then like, you know, we were talking about things that I'm looking forward to in the future. And then he, we circled back around and he was like, all these things sound like great things. And I was like, God damn it. You're right. Wow you're a good therapist. He freaking trapped your ass. Yeah, he fucking he did that thing that therapists always do where they make you realize that your words that you're saying are inspiring.
0: The worst part ever was uh, he, my therapist said that to me a couple weeks ago, too. Wow, two guys in therapy with a video game podcast. <laughs> what a fucking cliche. Um, what are you playing right now, Eric? Um, ever heard of Rocket League? <laughs> oh, I have. I've heard about it plenty. Um, I'm playing a game that I just got as part of the itch.io uh, winner sale, Dicey Ooh. Dungeons by uh, T- uh, Terry Kavanaugh, who designed uh, Hexagons, that crazy... Oh, that game, game that i wasn't
1: crazy about yeah, yeah, yeah no
0: but is very well regarded so you know so i'm a
1: like who gives a shit about my fucking opinion is that what it's you're less who gives
0: a shit and more i just want to paint the context uh for the audience of like you're a tough cookie is what i always say when people tweet out like uh, you know glad eric liked our game even though he said it sucks shit like, <laughs> yeah, eric's a tough cookie <laughs>
1: I you know I uh, I've lost friends.
0: <laughs> so dice dungeons is great though. You play as sort of these. It's the the graphics are really cool. It's sort of like this hand drawn cartoony thing, and you play as these uh, dice, these anthropomorphized dice that where you're just basically like clicking around like a really small stage and you roll dice to gain certain powers. It's really tough to explain, but like when you start playing it, it's so intuitive and so fun. Uh, cool. I absolutely love it. And okay. the enemies are fun and it's silly. It's it's a great little uh, dice RPG. I'm
1: going to check it out. Also, um, former guest of the podcast, B.B. Uh, Bundelieber, uh, Alicia Mernick, uh, she just gifted us both uh, the long dark song. Yeah. I'm going to take a little crack at that. I'm
0: so excited to play. I hope my computer can handle
1: it. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should do that tonight instead of uh, firing up Rocket League. No, you know what? I'm probably going to fire up Rocket League.
0: Hey, man. The nice thing about this podcast is that we both sort of have the exploration angle of gaming like completely covered. So <laughs> there's no shame in just playing your comfort hits when you're not doing stuff for the podcast.
1: Why did we pick a podcast that was like reading g- good literature? Well, in
0: a good. lot of ways, games are our current good. Okay. Yep. You're absolutely right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I So I finally listened to the uh, end of the year episode um, and it's really funny to me. Because you were like, yeah, I cut out a bunch of our conversation. And you still left in a ton of our conversation. I left in a
0: lot of the conversation. but And that that's like the beginning and end of it. So I really – like you got to imagine what was in between there. Oof. I also – I just love that it's, it stopped with like you've been like, so everyone knows about baseball. <laughs> it's like <laughs> – I think that's what really escalated things was just like –
1: <laughs> I yeah, neither of us was like willing to really uh, give an inch. Anyway, And I
0: do not want to have this argument with you again. So no, let's talk about well. this week's episode and the cause. Our thank guests you. this week are Eleni Sovijo and Mike Migdahl. Uh, Mike and Eleni are two actors, comedians, and streamers from Chicago who are part of the Neo Scum podcast. If you are a fan of Neo Scum, welcome and thank you for listening to our show. If you're not, you should check it out at neoscum.com. They talk about it a bit in the podcast, but it's a very cool Shadowrun playing podcast. Uh, there's a great series recap on the website. Uh, so you don't feel like hard left behind if you wanted to start listening right away. And they are both like so charming and so funny and so wonderful. Like, really
1: great, really great. What,
0: oh my God. I remember being like a little anxious, just like talk to them because they're both so, such sweeties and they were, they put me at ease immediately and it was so fun.
1: I didn't realize um, that their podcast is legit. I had not heard of it before we went in. And I'm really glad that i hadn't uh because i probably would have been very starstruck and then as soon as like they got off i downloaded the podcast i was like this is these these two are awesome these two are cooler than i am Um... i think i was they uh, have a
0: great cause for this week the Chicago Coalition for Homelessness uh, which is the only nonprofit in Illinois dedicated to advocating for public policies that curb and can ultimately end homelessness. Fair. Our organization or their organization rather leads strategic campaigns, community outreach and public policy initiatives that target the lack of affordable housing in metropolitan Chicago and across
1: Illinois And it's a uh, uh, cold time this year so it's uh, an important important issue that uh, I'm happy to shed some light i don't i'm not shedding any light on this i'm happy to support
0: yeah we donate to them and if you donate and send proof to bundle buddies podcast at gmail.com we'll shout you out on the show Mm -hmm. um but enough of our yabbering and let's get with the jabbering uh with mike and eleni
1: i think that's a great idea alex
0: we'll see you after this
1: bye bye
0: The last couple of weeks, or sometimes we we have folks chat about sort of their journey with gaming to begin with, but I'd love to get a sense from you guys both, you know, do you play video games regularly? Do you like them? What sort of games do you like to play?
2: Yes. Uh, We both play games pretty regularly. I just spent the whole day basically playing State of Decay, uh, which is not a new game, but and it's not (laughs) the first time I've played it, but I was like, yeah, time to restart this zombie game where I just drive back and forth over zombies a bunch of times—it's <laughs> a great time.
3: It's a lot of uh, just from as a spectator, I've I've watched Lenny play, and she gets in a car, and then will like a horde of zombies will be running at her, and then she just goes forward and runs them over, and then it goes backward, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and it's always the same like forward reverse move it seems to be very effective yeah
2: i did beat one storyline and they told me i killed like 700 zombies and then in the parentheses it's like roadkill doesn't count and i was like oh (laughs) (laughs) hundreds of zombies that i killed in my car um
1: i think i like right now i'm also in a like like there's some video games where you're like, oh, I'm playing this because I want to encounter a new story or I want to be challenged. And then there's some times where you're just like, I just don't want to do anything. Like, I just want to, like, have, you know, whatever little bleeps or buzzes go off that tell me that I'm, like, doing good right now. Like, that's sort of, I feel like this week, especially for me, has been that kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, so I get it. I get just sort of, like, turning on a game that you've played a million times and running over zombies back and forth oh yeah Yeah,
2: exactly
3: it's uh it's funny because juxtaposed with running going forward and backwards over zombies uh i've i think i'm at a breaking point with dark souls 2 um i was playing oh yeah dark souls 2 today uh like quarantine i I started playing bloodborne and then i got into dark souls I, i beat both of those games and then i started playing dark souls 2 uh the past like week and a half maybe and i'm ready to stop i think i am <laughs> okay to walk away because i don't think i can just die in new um and exhausting and frustrating ways over and over and over again uh, at least not right now do you start it's, from the beginning when you die in dark souls 2 you you don't there's there's like okay. uh there's a things that stick, stick with you and you can like go get your uh your experience points back that you lose when you die mm-hmm. um but I think – so the The second Dark Souls game is one that a lot of people dump on who like those type of games because it was made by a different um, artistic director. Oh, okay. And the gameplay is, like, uh, not as exciting. And I, I was going to play it because I was like, well, it's just the next one. Let me just keep going down the path of Dark Souls games um, and, like, like, RIP to the other people playing, but I'm different. uh, no i'm i'm the same i also don't like this
1: (laughs) what's uh what's different about like what's the what kind of artistic direction did they take like Um, i haven't played i haven't played either so i don't really have a a basis i just know
0: it's really really hard yeah yeah it's the point is it's frustrating
3: it's it's um it's frustrating the game should like make you feel like you are being hunted kind of like you're Mm. the prey you're in this like super inhospitable landscape where everything is going to kill you. And if like, you see anything that you don't understand, like chances are it's going to kill you in a new way. Mm. Um, Dark souls <laughs> 2, uh One thing that the other games do that is pretty cool is like the level design is like very, you can kind of like find your own unique ways to go through levels and like, they're all interconnected, but this one is a little more linear. Um, okay. And like, you're going in one direction. It's kind of like a, like a not literally a hallway but it feels kind of like you go in this direction and you go do all of these things and um the way that they made the game harder they were like we're gonna make this game harder and the way they did that is by like putting in a lot more enemies Mm. um, a lot more and things that like feel kind of cheap and then to make matters worse i'm playing uh in a style that i've never played before which is like as a magic guy Mm. normally i play as like a sword guy or someone who's, like, doing physical damage. But, like, magic mm-hmm. in this game is very... Um, Tricky. Yeah, and it's, like, starts off pretty weak, and you're just, like, this, like, weenie, and you've got like... You're like, like hey,
1: a pick a card, any card.
3: game that I've played where I, like, put on, like, kind of novelty armor because it was the only kind of armor that I could wear. Where, like, <laughs> you get the option to, like, dress like a merchant. And, like, <laughs> merchants in games are not, like you know they're not beating the game they're just like yeah i'm like dressed like a merchant like look like shit just running through the environment dying over and over and over again like casting magic missile and uh getting chased around i'm constantly running i'm just running the whole time like oh i don't even, i i'm not even strong enough to use a shield which is like a big part of the game i'm just rolling like and i don't have that much stamina so i can only roll a couple times because all my points go into my intelligence but like you know, another weird thing about Dark Souls 2 is that in this game, there's a stat that uh, it, it determines how quickly you drink your potion. That's, and- so, <laughs> that's so, so obnoxious.
1: And like, I, how- get, I mean, I get yeah. annoyed with, like, carrying capacity. Like, to me, I don't want, I, like, don't. Why would why why do I have to stop and make this decision right now between like whether or not I'm going to carry this pack of like ropes or like is that one have, of, Eric is that one of your new rules? We've it's got, not a uh, the, rule. <laughs> I have a couple rules, but yeah,
0: that's not one a rule. Is, so so his it.
1: first rule is if you're oh, playing a spike, platformer and there's the spike spikes, rule. Yeah, 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 you can't get you. You should only spikes. be able to get yeah. killed from one direction with spikes, and that's the spiky direction. Like If you run into a spike from one direction... Anyway, there's that one. And then the new rule is uh, if you're in one of those talking games and you have like a goodbye option, like that should just end the conversation. We played a game of- a few weeks ago where it would be like... Like you have to like it was, talk to it so was, many people and then yeah. you would be like goodbye and they'd be like, What do you mean goodbye? You wanna would talk be like me out."
4: It was, I was, was like
1: a money Python sort of like British
0: humorous kind of thing. And so it'd be like you would say goodbye and then they would spend like two minutes telling you another joke, and then you'd oh, be like, All no. right, we'll have to go click on something else now. Was- Everyone oh, no. in the
2: game is
3: just really bad at reading social cues, it sounds like <laughs> exactly
2: <laughs> <laughs> I-, I was gonna say uh two things. Uh in regards to the carrying capacity thing uh when i first played skyrim i think i like became over encumbered really really early in the game right. so i didn't even realize for oh, like an so hour funny. and a half that i like could run and then when i finally <laughs> unloaded stuff i started running and i was like oh my god
3: <laughs> 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 Yeah, oh, like when, like, the enemy, I take the weights off and then like, i just oh. thought <laughs> that it
2: was like a super slow moving game and then i would just forever be slow and then i realized that i could run and it really it changed everything for me i i truly picked up every single thing possible which is why i was over encumbered within like five minutes of the game Mm
1: -hmm. yeah Um, and you move very slowly in that game when you're over encumbered
2: yes so i was wandering through the like i think the very the first part of the game when you come out into the woods and you like Mm. maybe pass a uh I forgot what it's called, but it's like a stone and you can get a power thing yeah. there. Uh-huh. Uh, and like, I was so slow getting there and then so slow it, walking into the little town right afterwards. Yeah, that's and, so funny. Just yeah, the idea
1: was, of like good. some like new warrior <laughs> who's just got too many like what it like you can pick up like what like st- like at that early in the game it's like probably broadswords or
2: whatever <laughs> just like I have 100 broadswords. It's not Spirits. even useful stuff. Yeah. It was like spoons Spirits. um uh, buckets, uh, <laughs> like candelabras, just a candelabra, like all that kind of stuff. That's just junk that you would sell. Mm-hmm. I I had probably five things that were useful, and everything else was like, all right, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, well, maybe this, maybe I need these candelabras. But it's
1: so uh, not like I don't know. I mean, I guess the the inverse of that is uh, in Final Fantasy VII. There's no carrying capacity, and the item selection, like the item list, is so terrible. So <laughs> it's like you're like in mid game, and you just can't find any item because you have a million. I don't know. Maybe there's just no real solution. There's, there's maybe Final games Fantasy are just Seven.
0: Bad. Does it have a uh, sort function in it?
1: Yeah, you can like alphabetize them, but like you're in kind of like timed combat, right? Trying to like dig through to find your item. It also doesn't tell you what items do in combat. It tells you outside. Anyway, I don't know. Final Fantasy. And it
2: like doesn't. Is this the
1: or
3: in the original?
1: This is the original. I was playing the original and I stopped, and I don't think I'm gonna go back to it. Unfortunately, I,
0: I just watched the whole video on why the original is so special and it, it helped me rekindle my feelings about it. Mm-hmm. But now I don't think I need to play through it because I, I have all the feelings, you know, that yeah. I would have had had I played through it.
1: Wait, Elena, you had another thing. You said you had two things.
2: Oh yeah. The second thing is uh, the question of do we play games regularly? Well, yes, but we also stream uh, every Tuesday pretty much
1: oh, great. together.
2: We stream video games. So that is drop uh, your stream what's your
1: word. what's your handle uh,
2: twitch.tv slash it's mike lenny time there's one <laughs> between the mike and the lenny bridges mm. the names yes
1: <laughs> sweet what's <laughs> uh what did you what have you played recently
3: we've been playing a game called super liminal um which uh is like a puzzle game that uses like perspective and honestly cool. playing the the more puzzly game that we'll talk about later made me yeah. think about this other game, Super Liminal. Um, but we also play a lot of like Life is Strange. Uh we used to play a ton of PUBG. That was like the first game that we oh, would stream a lot. We would play game, like duos and switch off and
1: talk about just getting my ass handed to me. <laughs> That's a game where I, you can spend like twenty five minutes just so like on the edge of your seat and then immediately get murdered. Oh my god <laughs> <yeah. sighs> oh god uh wait what was what's the what was the other game you said simple th- a simple, sim, sim, lifer?
3: Uh, simple, uh, oh, simple life or simple oh life. <laughs> life is strange life is
2: strange
3: uh, uh, <laughs> uh life is strange uh have you heard of it no i haven't oh
2: it is like a it's kinda like a walking simulator game. Uh there's like five oh. episodes. There's Life is Strange One, Life is Strange before the storm, Life is Strange Two. It's like narrative
3: choices matter. You uh it's got a lot of like good acting for a video game and like angst and Yes, oh, very nice. like a
2: lot of lot of teen angst. There's some yeah. uh queer stuff. Um yeah, I love it. I've played through it like four five times Uh, is there
0: there magic there's kind of there is
2: some some magic and it's not a spoiler to say that in the first in the very beginning you play as uh max caulfield and you see somebody get shot and uh you rewind time and then you're like whoa oh my god i have to like now I'm back in time, and I have to go figure out how to save this person, and then.
3: And you're a teen, so you're figuring everything out. Oh, oh my god! god. Uh,
1: changing bodies, yeah. you're getting all these Spider-Man powers, and you don't understand why.
3: It's Spider-Man. Yeah, it's pretty much Spider-Man, honestly.
0: <laughs> I mean, what else would you say about Spider-Man other than life is strange? You know what I mean?
3: <laughs>
2: right. That's what I say. When I think about Spider-Man, I'm like, "Well, life is strange." Yeah. Tough. Life is strange. <laughs> so,
0: so when it comes to when it comes to sort of like your guys' history with video games, uh, you're do you guys own any consoles now, or are you pretty pretty consumer uh computer game heavy? And then when did that start? If so, like were consoles sort of your introduction to things? Like how did that all work out? What was your world?
2: Uh, for me, um, starting as a young little child um my my dad played a lot of video games and still does uh play a lot of video games Uh, and my brother also plays a lot of video games he is like a super gamer Mm. um and so it was something that I did from when I was very very little I think the first game I ever played was like Probably a Mario game. I remember mm. there was something that had a drawing pad that you could connect to the Nintendo and, like, draw with a pen on it. Oh,
1: it was, something. oh, maybe, yeah. I remember Mario, right? Yeah
2: and i think that was like i was really little and like barely comprehended what was going on and i was like yeah this and then uh, there was also like a floppy disk computer game of mother goose <laughs>
1: i played like, that game i know exactly really? what you're talking about it was like a little like sandboxy game where you had to help like or maybe this is like you had yeah. to help uh you
2: had I, to, like you even... the stories or something yeah
1: yeah you would like help that Kid, jump over a candlestick. Well, who jumps right. over a candlestick? Jack. Jack Nimble. Jack B. Nimble. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I played this game. I remember yeah. this. What a strange.
2: It's very strange. strange. <laughs> very strange. And I just remember, like, the day that my dad showed it, he was like, look at this. Oh, it's so cool. All right? Oh, my God. It's so cool. And I was like a little child. And I was like, what's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> um. But I was like, yeah, I guess it's cool. I think I might have watched him play it <laughs> instead of playing it myself. Yeah. But, um, it's like
1: the gamer equivalent of reading to your child before bed. <laughs> just yeah, like exactly. Playing video games to your child before bed.
0: So, so for you, sort of watching and playing games has been going on for a very long time. Very That's long fun. time. That's
2: good. Yes, um, And then... I also played games that like I should not have played when I was that young. Phantasmagoria is one that comes to mind. It was what's ten that hits. what's that like? Uh so it's like uh I forget what you call it. FMV. When it looks like a oh FMV. Like yeah. it's oh yeah. Um like it looks like a video, but it's like a point and click, but there's a lot of like uh cutscenes that are video recorded and mm-hmm. it's a horror game. And I was Oof. probably like Ten years old when I started ooh, ooh. playing this game, and I would play it in the basement because that's where the computer was. And then it would be late at night, and I would be walking through the haunted house, and I would be so scared. It would be bedtime, and I would just be in the basement. And I'd be like, "Dad, and I screaming <laughs> at my Dad, to come get me from the basement," because I was like. I can't turn around from this chair. I can't leave this room. Oh. I'm scared. I ended the game, like I'm oh. done playing, but I need my dad to come again. <laughs> uh, so I would call him until he would come down. I'd be like, "Okay, thanks. Let's go upstairs." <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, what about you, Michael? what are uh, What are some early game memories for you?
3: Um. So I. Uh... Grew up watching my neighbors play a lot of video games. I Like through I was the like, window? Like from your house? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like uh, from my house, looking across the street into their house um, on Christmas. <laughs> uh, uh, but I was like a neighborhood kid that would like be hanging out and in your house and you would be like, oh, yeah, we're playing video games like Mike's watching. And <laughs> I I remember watching a lot of my neighbors like play games and my parents were a little more like we're not going to get you a a video game unless you can like really convince us to get a video game. So I remember we would like rent video games from Blockbuster. And then I would have to write a review about the video game afterwards, which is like like, good parenting. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) honestly amazing and and so smart. (laughs) um, But I was like always like a a system behind. So I had this kind of like chip on my shoulder and Hmm. uh, like about the kind of games that my neighbors were playing and like already – in my neighborhood, there were like a lot of a lot of kids, um, but a lot of them were like kind of snooty kids uh, and like private school kids, and like I was a public school kid. Mm. And I remember like watching them play, and I just like it made me want to play these games that I like wasn't able to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, like when I finally got like a PlayStation or whatever, I like spent so much time playing like Final Fantasy Tactics, mm. Final yeah. Fantasy Seven, like I. Like OD'd on these games that were like previously denied, but I was like watching. uh Oh,
2: Jasper's at the cat's door, trying to get in I and can't he's watch throwing it. his body at the door. Too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much, <laughs> Jasper. wants in on the the video games that are happening in this room, just like I, <laughs> I don't what it was. But um, but yeah, I, I played like um anything i get my hands on i i liked turn based uh role playing games um, uh,
1: we are, you're in you're in the right company for mm. we are a couple turn based role playing game freaks. Speaking
3: of, of of parents introducing you to games my my mom who like doesn't really play games anymore besides like juice jam and stuff but in the nineties uh she like my grandfather had just passed away um and she was like Going through a lot of like grief, and she would play uh Civilization One and this other game called Scarab of Raw, which is like a Mac OS game. Mm. And I have like very early memories of like watching her play these games um and then playing them. And they were also like b- being like six or whatever, they were scary to me, even though Civilization is not really a scary game. But when like Gandhi pops up on the screen, and then it's like, Oh, yeah, I laugh at your feeble threats, and you're like, I guess this Gandhi guy is a it's a bad man. Uh, <laughs> so like my I definitely my parents weren't like totally uh like video game parents, but they still like enabled it in their own in their own way.
1: My parents were like, um like video games, those are bad. Computer games, those are totally okay. That <laughs> which was just that didn't make any sense. But what is the What's up? What is the? What do you think the reasoning was? Oh, I think the reasoning was like, well, computers, we don't understand. We know that they're good and you're going to have to use them someday for, you know, life and jobs and stuff like that. My parents are pretty low tech people. And then like video games, you know, like that's the TV. The TV is like, oh, that'll rot your brain. So yeah, okay, uh, I, get it now. I don't know. It just, <laughs> I think like no matter what, parenting is just. Making arbitrary choices. I relate
0: uh, very hard to being like the video video game neighborhood kid. Uh, There was like a neighbor we had where uh, he had a Super or he had I think an original Nintendo, and I used to go over and like play video games with him from time to time. And he was a couple years older, so it was fine. And then one time, I like we got like to the point where we were close enough that I would just like walk into his house and say hi to his mom and then go up and play video games when he wasn't even home and shit like that. (laughs) Oh my
3: (laughs) god, that's a dream.
0: it was it was great uh, and i think she was really annoyed by that like and one time i came over uh, to play games and i didn't see her and so she walked in while i was playing games and she goes oh my god are you playing a game right now? Like, did you do it? I was like, yeah, I died super quick. It was really hard. She so goes, Nick asked me not to like let you play the game this time. I didn't know you were here. And she oh, got, like, no! Really, really angry. I was like, whatever. Okay, fine. And I left, and I didn't even feel guilty. But I remember her being so mad. <laughs> I was such a shitty little kid just
2: showing up at her house. <laughs> I wonder if you were were you playing? Like, were you continuing something that, uh. Yes. He paused
0: okay. it at, it was like Mario Brothers 3, and it was like one of the last Birdos or something like that. Oh, so that's like, funny. And I died immediately. Oh, she, she uh, no. And, uh, I remember like later on, she was like, oh, I talked to him. He wasn't mad. He was just like, oh, yeah, that guy's really hard, so it's okay. And I, She apologized to me, and I was like, no,
3: I'm so sorry. It was my fault. Like, I feel bad. That's so funny. I my my neighbors there were there were two very notable neighbors. One one household, the kids were playing EverQuest, which was like a game that I could never ever justify to my parents because it had like a monthly subscription fee. But uh-huh. th- these kids were so industrious; they would play EverQuest, they would max their character level, and then sell them on eBay. Whoa! And then with the money that they would get from their like uh, eBay EverQuest characters, they would then buy like these Final Fantasy trading cards from Japan, which Mm -hmm. they would then flip on eBay and like sell for even more. And I think they like paid for their college through like EverQuest, this like trading a paperclip for a bigger thing, starting (laughs) with EverQuest. Um, And that was the the one household. And then the other household had three sons, two of whom were like twins. They were all older than me. And they would like fight each other like with knives oh my god (laughs) i I remember watching uh my my friend play a video game uh and then like his older brothers came and like took him away like (laughs) like took him off of the computer and then like i just followed him because i'm like i i'm not I, i guess i'm hanging out with max i'm not hanging out with these two older guys and then max got a knife and then like started trying to like stab underneath the door where the brothers were oh and I just God. remember being like
2: what's going on
3: like yeah what's happening um and then later like much later like a couple of years ago I was back home for the holidays and I saw the mom from this family and she was like oh I, I heard you're in in Chicago doing comedy I I never knew you were funny um uh. I was like, well, whenever I was at your house, I was like terrified.
2: Uh, <laughs> and being polite, but I get that for sure. Um, the uh, the, the PC versus console gaming thing has me thinking now because I, I think I am more of a PC gamer, and yeah. I think that started uh, really early actually. Because now I'm remembering these games, I'm remembering like a uh, Kid Picks. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever played Kid oh, yeah. Picks. And mm-hmm. then um, Wait, what's there Kid was... Picks? Kid Picks is like this cool, It it was almost like paint, but like it had um very funny, like everything had sound effects. So if you wanted to draw little dots, like you would just draw this certain tool and it would draw dots, but they would make a sound like blah, blah 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 or <laughs> whatever, or like you could do stamps of like different shapes. Uh so you could make or, or 3d type stuff it was really cool uh very very fun you could really create like so many things and it was uh i think the sound effects really really made it you could also explode your whole picture at the end mm. and there would be an explosion I remember or different that one. different Damn. ways of like getting rid of your picture like a flush
3: or just it was on a lot of school computers i remember it was like mm-hmm. educational enough and then encourage kids to be artistic and stuff and like I'm pissed. I wish I had played this game. I, I feel the like it's, it, awesome.
0: it was it was like a Mac thing, right? It was like one of the early examples of like a, maybe not. Am I no,
2: wrong? I didn't have a Mac, but maybe Oh, it was. you
0: gotta get a Mac. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you gotta you go simply time. You
0: have to. You have to.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, that game. And then there was another one called Bodyland, which was also an educational game that was about like, the the world was a body and you like learned about different like the respiratory system and your ears I mean you like learned different (laughs) stuff about bodies through different like (laughs) just like like a murder
1: victim or something like that magic school bus special victims unit like the idea (laughs) of a game (laughs) where you could shrink down to real tiny and then investigate a murder (laughs)
2: That's Honestly, bad. that sounds kind of cool. It's Doesn't educational and how you're a detective, but you're a really small detective.
3: I'm just imagining like, the first time like Carlos makes a joke that's like not appropriate or something about a, a special victim and then everyone's like Carlos. <laughs> Looks like it was a crack overdose.
2: Like, oh, and Miss like, "Come on everybody."
3: Cuz they're in it they're in his butt and it's a but- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay, this week we played three very fun games, uh, Wish Upon a Star, Super Bernie World, and MechRomancer. Uh, why don't we start with uh, Super Bernie World um, from Anico? It's a platformer, educational, 2D, 8-bit, uh, pixel art, retro game, single player. Run and jump your way across 11 states in the District of Columbia's Bernie and free the USA from the clutches of four Republicans in their castle layers. Find power-ups like Vermont Cheddar Cheese, Red Roses, and the power of Not Me Us to overcome obstacles such as walking red hats, uh, Mitch Troopas, and Tiki Torch Throwers. Um, so uh, what did you guys think? This, I mean, it's this is a very basic... It's essentially like a promotional tool for the Bernie Sanders campaign, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons I was excited we drew it this week, because I, I, I know... I believe you guys were were big Bernie supporters. Yes. Um uh had you played this before or
3: heard of it before the this?
0: No, I, I no. have heard
3: of it. Um I remember seeing it on Steam. Because uh, Steam is like a weird politic political space in its own right, just because gamers are like have freaks. opinions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like bad opinions i would say um <laughs> you can, like, the things, but if you go on steam and like s- search trump like you will find like weird trump games or like there's a lot of like Putin stuff a lot of things that like i look at and it just looks like like i'm like one of the uh west world robots seeing something that is from the outside world i'm just like that doesn't make sense to me this <laughs> um, so simply does not compute <laughs> yeah i i playing this game now i'm like i think the bad guys being the Republicans was a little. Yeah, uh, we were little, wrong. <laughs> well, it was a little too, like that would have been the sequel. That would have been, right. he had to make it out of the primary first. He had mm-hmm. to get past like near a Tandon and the mm-hmm. DNC, Tom Perez, Obama would maybe have an appearance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He'd be the biggest boss of them all in this. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was, I I, it was like earnest and, um, sweet and a little like shoddy and i'm like this yeah. is a lot of like i a, a lot of the not me us movement was about bringing people into the fold from a very accessible standpoint and i thought the game the game was uh you know in that direction it fine. i mean
0: yeah it, it, in talking about the actual game itself and playing it it's a it's a pretty straight ahead uh, original mario clone uh, with sort of truncated levels and a few in a row um
1: although okay so i got cranky when i couldn't jump up and hit a block and kill something yes Did with some all?
0: notable exceptions yeah i you was, can't, can't break the
1: blocks i was like what, what is this this isn't That's mario <laughs> You can't break blo- you can't break blocks. But no. You and men put those blocks down. Leave <laughs> <laughs> the blocks.
0: Um there, there is a it, it to me it kind of felt like it, it playing this game, there were moments of like actual enjoyment doing it, but mostly what I got was the anxiety of playing a, a platformer like this. Of like, yeah. you know, when you hit that button and you instantly know it was the wrong thing and then you're you die and you just watch yourself there's nothing you can do because you know you made that one mistake right there which is something I associate with this style of game and this era of gaming very very much this kind of version of Mario um, there's like nothing you can do about it in that moment but to me this almost feels like you know this is this is not actually meant to be played or even enjoyed it's just meant to generate headlines around this thing and be like a cool calling card you know because if you're a serious gamer if you pick this up you'd be like oh this is this is fine i guess you know that it's 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 more about someone created a video game for bernie sanders they cared this much to be able to do something
2: right yeah i thought that was cool i liked the credits i liked that the credits took you mm-hmm. to like different donation mm-hmm. uh places and also took you to the creators like twitter accounts and stuff like that like if you clicked on their name um some of them
3: were like uh they've worked on pretty big games um so like clearly this was a game that they made on their own time mm-hmm. like one of them was like a binding of isaac person i think
2: i definitely I enjoyed seeing a uh, little bernie sanders jumping yeah, around that was really fun. I, I thought that that was really cute um but i also like experienced the sort of platformer rage oh, yeah. uh but the thing was, because of the enemies and my deep dislike for these particular enemies, I was like, I, can't, I cannot keep going. Like, I'm just mad now. <laughs> I'm just so mad. Uh, but I did watch Mike play it, who is much better at platformers, and he beat the game. Uh, it yeah. didn't take very long, maybe an hour, 20 yeah. minutes, something like that. But for me, I was like playing for 30 minutes and didn't get past the first world. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like... I'm done. I can't I, do this. God bless
0: you for going that long after not, like, that would be, like, that was so frustrating.
2: <laughs> so frustrating.
1: It, like, it did awaken that, like, specific to Mario, like, anxiety in me. That, like, you know, that weird kind of, like, because I that's, like, the, one of the first video games I ever played. And at that time, just, like, my, you know, my fingers might as well have been, like... Not Little hot dogs, yeah, exactly. It's just like I don't know how to, <laughs> my like dexterity is like nothing. And so, then, like playing this again and like over jumping a thing and landing in lava, I was just like immediately transported back to childhood, <laughs> like, yeah. incapable very, uh, of like doing this thing.
3: It's uh, a similar spice or taste to like the Dark Souls games, uh, but with much less pretense and mm. less lore and of a setting the lore here is that bernie sanders dry, has to get to the flag to get on his bus to go to another state and yep. i guess he has lava <laughs> in it and uh yeah i definitely i definitely didn't see myself in the states that i i've lived in um <laughs> yeah. On different levels, but.
1: yeah they really needed to up the game go it was a level game. which was nice
4: oh yeah yeah, yeah. Little yeah. shout out.
1: no california though damn yeah well it's, uh, california just always goes blue anyway
0: really good point
1: yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> uh, thank you maybe an, maybe like
0: an easy win for him though it's just like sort of a quick level <laughs> just yeah just california, like walk
2: right. to the end
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> weren't there weren't there like weird like no maybe maybe mario didn't have those but like those like we're just run oh yeah no they did like you run around and just collect coins and stuff like that that's uh-huh. california oh, yeah.
0: that's california
1: anyway we figured the
0: game out yeah give
1: me a well, skyrim well... bernie
0: that's what i want well so, so the the last the last thing i wanted to say about this was like it i think it's a cute little thing and it accomplishes its goal of like being a nice little calling card for the campaign and stuff like that but do you think it would have been more effective if, if it was an actually impressive game, if that makes sense? Like, hmm, what if someone course. made, like, to your point, Eric, what if there was, like, a Skyrim Bernie? I mean, so there's another game in the bundle called a a, the over,
1: Bernie over <laughs> abundance. Well, there, there's another Food game in the bundle we might play.
0: Calabras can't, can't run. My, Another game we might play that is called Democratic Socialism Simulator. Um, That's a little more that, and I had a lot of fun playing that game, and that feels a little more in line with what I'm talking about Mm. right now. But this is nice. This is essentially a flash game.
3: I think that uh, the question of of whether the game would be more effective if it was actually good uh, is like a question that I think is answered by like making a game in late-stage capitalism when you are a game designer mm-hmm. and you're able to, like, in your small amount of free time, like, do another right. project, like, they were probably, like, I'm I'm sure they would have loved to, like, make it good, but they were like, we've got to get Bernie elected first and then we can make the good Bernie game. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: I, I think that the one thing the game says is, like, right, they're, they're sort of using it as, like, a promotional tool and encouraging people to get out and vote. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I saw from this game, I feel like would only encourage the people who would probably already go out and vote for Bernie Mm -hmm. to go out and vote for Bernie. Mm -hmm. Um, It wouldn't necessarily convince anybody else of anything, uh, but maybe, I don't know. I feel like as a person who already supports Bernie, I was like, hey, hey, cute. Yeah. I can't put myself like trying to put myself in somebody else's shoes. I would just be like, "This is cute for them."
3: We got to we got to get know. this game to the K Hive and see what <laughs> what the uh, the Kamala Bros uh, think about it. I um
0: I uh I I it made me miss a time when I was more optimistic. I'll say that it was like, "Oh God!" Like how back when I thought like, "And we got this!" Like this thing. So yeah. uh, of you know. If we stack up enough stuff like this, maybe it'll work. But your point is correct, Mike. It was, uh, we were fighting the wrong people. We were so optimistic. Um, well, I think we've really talked a lot about this sweet thing because it, it, uh, feels a little personal, but like, (laughs) um, uh, are you guys a pass or a play on this? I, I mean, I'll, I'll start. I, uh, I'm a pass. It's, it's very cute and I'm glad it exists and thank you very much for the people who made it, but, uh it's a it's a, a weird um digital relic of a of a of a defeat so i would yeah. pass
2: um i would say play but for like the exact same reasons that you just said because it is <laughs> this weird like digital relic and mm-hmm. it feels like sort of sad and nostalgic but also like uh is like a it's still like sweet there's something about mm-hmm. it that's like yeah this is this is sort of sweet naive thing that is cute oh so sad <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but yeah i would say play for that because I, I i still like the message behind it
3: yeah love the message uh it's a pass for me um pretty much the same reasons that have all all been listed um yeah unless yeah. you're like mean, some sort of study on that year, then in which case, play it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a
1: pass for me, but not for any of those reasons. It's it's really just because you couldn't hit those blocks and kill the <laughs> the red hats Valid. from below. Yeah. It's just like, that seems like a fundamental aspect of Mario that I just couldn't, like, play Mario. I don't know. Mario's great. Mario's great. But yeah. No, it also did, it was definitely one of those
3: things where it was like,
1: oh, yeah, well, this this thing. Yeah. Did, did
3: you guys see that they changed Mario from uh being like a a plumber to being like a like a gig economy guy?
1: No. No. Get
3: the fuck out of here. I think they I think they changed Mario's like official status to being like yeah, he's just like a handyman. He does odd jobs that he gets hired for. Like even Mario has like less job security now. Oh god. <laughs> oh
1: man.
0: It's the Mario we deserve.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's terrifying. That's so sad. It's like sometimes drives Uber. I don't
2: know. <laughs> you know, he, he takes what he can get. I he he can turn
1: into a like a raccoon and fly around. You think that that guy would have all the jobs he could
2: ask for? Yeah, no, there's no uh, no demand. And even if there was, there he didn't he didn't pass the interview stage for whatever reason. <laughs> We need to do Mario to unionize. <laughs>
0: well, uh, speaking of, um, uh, I don't even have a segue. I thought I did, but here we go. Let's talk That's about kind of segue. Segue. Let's talk about um, uh, A Wish Upon a Star uh, by Fabian Denter. It's a puzzle, 3D, casual, colorful, cute, isometric game, a single player. Follow a small child with great imagination and one big wish on the way to make it happen. Find a path through colorful puzzles and meet people who are more than happy to help. The game was created for the seventh Wizard Jam, a biannual Idle Thumbs community run game jam that lasts two, for two weeks. Though I tried my best to avoid bugs, there might be some revenges here and there. Um, which I, I think the fact that this was a, a game jam game is remarkable. Like that, mm-hmm. it, yeah. it's a, it felt like a pretty slick, sort of like iOS kind of style game that you would
1: play on your phone or
0: something yep. like that. Yeah, oh, and um, it's
2: the same thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's, so it's it's this sort of like pastel-colored, for those who haven't played it, a pastel-colored game uh, where you kind of have to get from one location to another, whether it's your your bed or school. You're kind of going through uh, your life and f- trying to fulfill your obligations by creating a path that you can walk along in sort of an M.C. Escher world or whatever, clicking up and down.
0: Um, and that's the big thing to note is that basically you're just moving uh, platforms up and down. and some platforms interact with each other, some, you know interact with other parts of the map, like various things happen. But that's the main mechanic is basically you're moving stuff up and down to try to figure out how to get to a certain place,
2: yeah, up and down and sometimes spinning. I did yes. get to spinning. Things. oh, I never got to spinning. Uh, um, I think the spinning level was maybe the last level that I did, but I could see myself going back to it. I really liked the music of the game. I thought it was really, like, a very chill. It all looked very nice. There were some, like, visibility issues sometimes where, like, a platform was really hiding behind something and I, you know, could not click it or you could only click it if you did certain things. I get that's probably part of it, but it was, like, sometimes too hard to see and even realize that things were there. Um but yeah, it's definitely very, very aesthetically pleasing. This game.
3: Yeah,
1: have any of you played the game Monument Valley? Look up Monument Valley right
3: now, Alex. It like looks a, a lot a t- like that. Like th- An iOS type game. Like, yeah, uh, I feel like it's the exact same game. Like I think, I think um, what's his name? The uh, Kevin oh, yeah, Spacey on uh, House of Cards plays that in an episode of House of Cards. Mm, well,
1: that's a, a ringing endorsement for you all to play.
3: Uh-huh. It's, it's his character, Frank Underwood, who is uh, oh, okay. not as problematic is it... as Kevin Spacey by just a smidge. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, so it I was did so, play Monument Valley.
1: Yeah, like this game, I so Monument Valley, I I loved and then when we pulled this game up, it was like, I feel like I don't, so like, okay, so we played the Bernie game and the Bernie game is obviously like a parody of Mario, right? Or it's like, obviously like Mario. And then this game is like, here we are our own thing, but the game, I like, there's like a weird kind of like, are you stealing like copyright infringement kind of thing? Oh, I mean, I hear what you're saying,
0: but it's a game jam game. So, I mean, you know, if, if they were selling this for a lot of money, you know, if they, Mm-hmm. And for me, I think you just like grade it on a different kind of curve where it's like, oh, this is a cool version of this.
1: Okay. I mean, that said, I, I, like the aesthetic and the music and like the dreamy quality to this was like great. But I also couldn't get over the fact that it was like a game that I had played before but called something different.
2: Yeah. I can't remember exactly uh, the gameplay of Monument Valley. But I do remember really liking it, and that it was very beautiful. I'm like looking at pictures now. Um, (laughs) And like (laughs) when we played uh, a wish upon a star, I also had this sort of familiar feeling. But I think there are some other games that I've played that have this same sort of art style. Mm. Um, And I would, I would call it more just like because I feel like I see this style in so many things that I would say it's like it, a genre. Yeah, almost. it's almost like a genre. It would be like if something was an anime style like
4: mm. or
2: mm. or a triple A game style like where they look kind of similar. Well, I mean, maybe that's not the right thing to say, but like things that look like other things cuz I agree. It totally has a vibe to it. Um when when I
3: was uh, I should mention this too. I just kind of stopped playing pretty quickly. Um I am not, like, a huge puzzle game person. Uh, mm. And there were enough, like, minor inconveniencing things that happened, like, right out of the gate mm. that I was like, oh, I think I get this, but I don't think that this is, like, the game for me. Mm. Um, one thing that will help me, like, get through the initial, like, um, the initial roadblock of it feeling like math to me is like if there's lore or if like the the pill of the logic puzzle is like in the ice cream of like uh cool unique like (laughs) aesthetics or something but this felt like other things that i've seen before i didn't know who i was like why was i trying to go to the school where apparently like the teacher is teaching just the different uh mathematics symbols like plus and minus <laughs> um I didn't understand I didn't understand why I cared or like what I was doing my first question was where's the bathroom <laughs> um, I'm like trapped on this platform and yeah what's going on I, so. I
2: feel like I, I totally agree with that I I did I made it through like maybe six or seven levels or something like I, I played for A decent number of levels and i Mm. probably would go back and keep playing just out of curiosity to see like i feel like i must be close to the end you're a puzzle god though i I like puzzle games uh but i i do definitely agree i wish that there was some lore or like at certain points the characters have like little bubbles coming out of their mouth with different symbols and they didn't really mean anything Mm. so i was like what is going on like what are they supposed to be talking about something? Is this a clue to something? But it didn't feel like it was either of those things. It sort mm. of felt arbitrary. Totally. Um, so I guess I wish that there was even a sentence at the beginning of somebody saying something or just something that was a little bit more clear about like what the story was. Cause I got to like outer space and then I went back to school and I was like, what? Oh yeah.
1: On? That spaceship, that like big spaceship, I thought was pretty cool and like that encounter i was like oh okay and that was maybe the first time that i was, that i felt like maybe this game had
3: yeah i don't know i mean
1: like i think i'm i i'm still hung up on this like and i i think that that's an interesting point about being genre like what makes something a genre game like what's the difference is the difference just the number of people creating the same type of thing in the same universe like at what point does a game become like copyright infringement, like stop being copyright infringement and become genre or is that just always kind of part of what video games
3: i don't i don't know any it's it's like we were uh, i was talking about dark souls games and that's like a whole genre called souls born mm. type games which the genre is literally just the name of the game that all of the other games are kind of like So, Uh like, is is this a Monument Valley Yeah,
1: like, and I almost, I went to their, like... Monument Valley-like? Yeah, Yeah. like, I went to their their, uh, website, and I was like, oh, if they just tipped their hat and said, hey, we're doing a Monument Valley-like game, I would have been like, oh, okay, cool. Like, this is a genre, and they're trying to play in that genre. But the spaceship part was the first point where I was like, oh, this actually does feel like maybe it's a little bit of a um like an advancement because that was like i don't know a dream or whatever right like this kid is sort of having a dream and you get to the spaceship and that's cool um to me there was enough of a story there though i thought it was like you know a kid just trying to like get through their life yeah i uh i had a lot of fun with this game
0: but the one of the things that i do is with puzzle games i psych myself out a lot and on like the second level you require like spoiler a little bit for anyone's gonna play this but on the second level you're required to move the end point down one bit like to to reach it at least that's like the way i solved it did (laughs) and i was totally i I was like i I just spent like a half an hour doing (laughs) everything other than that because i was like there has to be a way to do this where you don't move the endpoint. Like, I didn't even think that. I was like, the endpoint's there and it's fixed. So there's got to be another way around this. What am I missing? What am I missing? And I kept on restarting and doing it over and over again. And then eventually I was like, oh, what if I do? And then I clicked it. It was like, fuck. Oh. You know, like oh. just that feeling of like, oh, God, I was, I was, it. I thought this game, I was too clever for this game, or I thought this game was more clever than I was, sort of a thing. When there
3: was, it was right there the whole time. Such a puzzle game phenomenon of like yeah. where you go the long way when, there was an easier way, but like <laughs> UX or whatever threw you off. Um, so, w- w- what do we think? Uh, I, are you a pass
1: or a play, Eric? Why don't we start with you? Um, I yeah, I'm I'm weird on the fence. I think you should play Monument Valley if you like puzzle games. <laughs> uh, you absolutely should play Monument Valley, and then if you like finish all of those levels, and you're like, I really love that experience go ahead and and download this game it's free to play I, I aesthetics are on point right like it's it's dreamy it's pastel you know like and if you like puzzle games there's enough puzzle in this and and as far as like the puzzles are concerned you know like they're satisfying puzzles right like they are you know complicated or you know sometimes you're not sure if they're complicated in spite of themselves but like um yeah i don't know i'm let's just say play it, it, it's a play for me I, but here we go but i i'm still there's a there's a germ of an idea here that i i think it's worth exploring about at what point are you ripping off somebody else's very clever uh idea and at what point is it uh is it a genre and i don't i think that that's just you know i'm gonna have to think about that
3: (laughs) so that's all i have to say yeah for sure for me it's a um if you like puzzle games it's a play if you don't like puzzle games it's pass uh Hmm. as simple as that yeah yeah for me
2: uh it is a play i would say yeah i i agree i like the aesthetic i like the dreamy quality you should also play monument valley sure (laughs) Um, and I just like Googled other games like Monument Valley and there are other block looking games that look like the same type Mm. of turny block type thing. But I do agree that this one, because of the color scheme, the color scheme is also like really similar. Mm. Um, but this one's also a little more like childish yeah, or something, but yeah, I I agree with this, this whole, like, is it? Is it too close? But also, we did just play Super Bernie World, which is literally a ripoff. Yeah, exactly. A little more like, is it a ripoff? I don't know. Super Hmm.
3: Bernie World is a ripoff of Super Pete Buttigieg World, which I
1: ringing endorsement from my end. In Pete Buttigieg World, you can fucking smash blocks all you want our future ambassador
0: to china guys i would you should speak about him with a little more respect that's all i'm gonna say oh, um, he's in the cia right anyway yeah. sorry move on um uh, and i i am uh am a play with this it was fun it's a good time go give it a shot it's not a not a big deal you can get it for free have fun with it
1: puzzle games Yay. It looks like the cat has breached the... Uh... He made it that's in. He, did. He, did.
2: he made it in. He wedged his way in, and it was pretty dramatic. I was watching uh, it in Eleni's camera. He was like... Squeezing his head through the door. in between the door and the
3: opening, and he just...
0: Speaking of um, weaseling your way into your heart, I think that's a wonderful... <laughs> Uh, segue i'm really on point with my segues this week yeah, this is with a the, good segue the final game of the week which was mech romancer by silent men an interactive fiction dating sim uh with lgbt uh, mechs romance and sci-fi elements description uh mech romancer is a dating sim starring you an out of sorts mech pilot who ha- must create a bond with jeet an experimental learning ai implemented and implanted in your robot Train them, teach them how to perform under pressure and form a special bond that can never be broken in order to save Earth! Exclamation. Um, this is another visual novel, a genre I had never really played until we started uh, going through the bundle. Myths um, is maybe like our, our third or fourth mm-hmm. Uh it's as far as they go, it's pretty different from the other ones I've played. You, you, as it states, you're this mech pilot, you're going through it. It's a pretty quick play. And then a lot of it is going back and getting different endings if you want to go back through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, what did you guys think? What was your experience with this game?
2: Uh, I will say that visual novels for me are very difficult. It's really difficult for it to keep my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, it, just reading in general, like I'm much better with audio books or mm. uh, learning in, in other ways other than reading uh, for a multitude of reasons <laughs> that <laughs> I just like can't, I just can't uh, read for very long. I just sure. can't do it. Okay. Um And this game also had like a lot of alarm sounds and the alarms Mm -hmm. would go off and I couldn't stop the alarm from going off. Mm -hmm. Like I could try to read faster, (laughs) but (laughs) like you couldn't just, it wasn't like the alarm is only on for one message. It was like the alarm sometimes is on for six messages or something. Um, So I never reached an ending uh i i was like i can't do it (laughs) yeah (laughs) totally um and there was a lot
1: there was a lot of text like this was a very text heavy version we've played some that give you maybe more choices i and and this was one where it was like i don't know you probably made fewer than 10 choices
0: yeah that was the that was the biggest thing for me was like you make these choices and then you kind of, it, it matters a lot. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much of this game, but it matters a lot which mech you choose. I'll say that. And mm-hmm. then after that, you have maybe like five or six other choices. How many
1: times did you play it, Alex?
0: Um, I
1: played back through
0: probably
3: about five times. Wow. That's that's uh, more than just, your usual three. There were just <laughs> two mechs, right? There, yeah, was there the were the big mechs. mech and the um, aerodynamic mech. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of like visual uh novel type games i i just i'm not like super uh unexperienced with that genre like when i was growing up i would play like those flash games that were like do you ever play those like flash dating games (laughs)
0: <laughs> i never did no
3: uh,
1: no so
0: that's so it's cool. kind
3: of like that where you make choices so like i kind of got
2: the, oh and then they might show oh, you their boobs that or, those or, games yeah or, i like those games yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean okay
1: wait i tried to fuck this mech. i i'm gonna be this
0: is, no, I mean, hold that hold that thought eric because i want mike to finish this and then okay, that's my major sorry. complaint about that I,
3: <laughs> sorry mike go oh, ahead I, I think this is probably on topic uh on the same topic that you guys want to talk about but <laughs> the romance options and of like this style of game, I feel like there's more, um, there's more of like an escalation where you like are you're like dating these people or whatever, mechs. Mm-hmm. And the promise of the title, I feel like, wasn't totally delivered. The choices were a little arbitrary. I only got one ending, and then I was like, I don't. I don't need to play this again. Um, my ending was, uh, it was funny. It was like, things were going pretty well. And then I chose something. And then it was like, ah, like you've chosen this. And now something very bad will happen. Like <laughs> 180. And I was like, like damn, like you guys put so much uh, emphasis on this one choice, which I made like kind of flippantly. Um, but I, uh... yeah.
0: I- I want to put a spoiler tag at the end of this, and then we'll talk openly about the different endings we got. Because I'm very curious about uh, what sort of uh, experience uh, you both had. Um, I I will agree. I I was like, the point of this game is that you're trying to fuck these robots and <laughs> fall in love with them, and I don't feel like you did either of those things. No, I. You both did have- not fall in love, love with them, so and you much. didn't fuck. Yeah,
1: I did. Like every every decision was designed in order to like. I was just. That's what I wanted. I wanted sex with a robot. Like it was like this is a video game that's about sex with a robot. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. I'm, ex- well, I'm like,
3: excited to play this video game about sex with a robot. It's like a trans- awesome. experience. Dude, right Just out of like, the gates, right out of the gates, you sexually harass uh, someone who is yeah. like beneath you in a way that you have no input over, and you're like, wow, right out of the gates, I'm already a fucking creep, and <laughs> oh, now. Yeah. I'm going to go talk to the, the person who, like, is the mechanic, and it looks like I was a creep to them, too. And <laughs> now I'm going to go uh, train with a robot, and, like, I hope there's romance, and then there wasn't really romance,
2: Yeah, it felt and like then I, something happened. The way the other characters were talking to you as the main character was like, you're really – horny right You're So horny <laughs> and yeah. it was like okay so i mean to know that there is no payoff really because in my mind i was like oh there's got to be a payoff at some point now look how horny i am yeah. i'm super horny i i'm mistreating people that i'm around because of how horny i am like i cannot yeah uh help myself so don't leave me alone with these robots right <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then with the robots, you just sort of like have a connection and then maybe get over your ex, your like dead wife. Like, it's really just sort of like, oh, so, so hang on. The, yeah, oh, let's sorry. put the spoiler that-
0: tag on right now. And then so we're going to spoil the end, the various endings of this game for right now. Skip forward a couple minutes or something like that. Uh, I'm sorry if you hear something, but you can play through this game in like a half hour if you are so inclined. But um, so uh, what uh, I, I put the uh, chip in the uh, Mac mic as well. I think, is that what
3: you're talking about? Like the dream? Uh, you're the, at the ending where you find out that you're Harvey Weinstein. Uh, and <laughs> that, that's why everyone's treating you that way. Uh, no, no, I, I put the chip in as well. And then yeah. the robot is like, uh, I am like now a new robot. And yeah. you've shown great trust in me to do this. But unfortunately, and then I didn't quite understand why they were like, <laughs> yeah. I now have to take you to the aliens. And, yeah. and it's like the aliens are removing your skull and your brain. <laughs> oh. And it's like, I, humanity is dead. And it was like, what? How did this <laughs> happen? <laughs> for like five seconds and then something happened. I don't know.
0: I, I was with you. I was completely shocked. Like truly, truly shocked. That that's what happened. And because it's like, I also wasn't sure if this is when the game – that was the thing I got the first playthrough. And you're right. They put so much emphasis on these text messages you're getting from this dude – from this, like, thing where it's, like, giving you hints on coming or, from. Right, exactly. What's going on? So I'm like, okay, this feels a little weird, but I'm just going to follow through with this and Wait, trust that were those it's okay. The,
1: were those the voice messages? Yeah. you, yeah, would, you would I get ignored those. I said that was there, the right thing to do, Eric. You were correct to do that. I was like, yeah, I want to try and like get through this game, and then I my good ending. I played through it once and I got the good ending, and so I was like, <laughs> but it was like That's so you, funny you that blow that up the game aliens together. You die. Me. I died. We
3: like died yeah. harmoniously, killing the aliens but saving Earth. Because you were like, I just got to breeze through this game. I'm not trying to like do the side quest. And yeah. Alex and I were like, let's yes end the game here. <laughs> Are you really trying to tell us something. And yeah. Let's see what little secret is hiding here, and then it's like you fucking lose <laughs> <laughs>
2: doing the little side quest. The secret yeah, is it, that
0: you're an idiot for trusting this game, and I was, I was an idiot for expecting there would be robot sex too.
2: I mean, I think that the fact that the robot sex didn't come quicker uh, made me lose interest in it it's because <laughs> I was like, well, I feel like I've I did listen to those voicemails or text messages or whatever they were. Mm -hmm. I was clicking on all of them and I was like, I don't know what any of this is. This is cryptic and it makes no sense to me. Then I was going there. They kept talking about how horny I was, but then the robot wouldn't say anything horny to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, I'm disappointed. Why is this robot hornier? (laughs) Honestly,
1: like a game where you can have sex with robots <laughs> sounds like a great game. Like anyone I mean, listening that has the ability to develop that game, make that game. I'm sure. The it- thing.
0: For sure. I, th- I think we've, we've talked it through a little bit. The only other ending I got that was interesting was if you're an asshole every time, then you uh, just you and the mechanic get into like a big fight at the end because <laughs> okay. she's like, you didn't do anything. And I'm like, I fucking know. Like, what did you do with my dead wife? All this stuff. And then you both, <laughs> go and land on a hill together and like have sex as like they like glass the entire human race the remainder of the human race wait you and the
1: mechanic dude not you and the robot it's
0: it's the it's the cowards ending Uh... So they don't explicitly say you have sex but i think it's implied that's what i choose to read into the text Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. i want to say one thing in favor of the game i i did like some of their science fiction stuff like you mentioned last like there were little things there that were like cool world building elements. Um I it felt like the game was rushed or they just tried to finish it real quick or something because there were a lot of opportunities for it to go into like a uh left field type unexpected thing, but then it just like ended so abruptly. Uh have have you guys heard of the game uh Hatoful Boyfriend? Yes, I have. So mm-hmm. like when games like that exist in like the romance kind of visual novel style genre and get so weird and to kind of deliver more on their promise. I feel like if you want to stick out in this genre, you've got to be weirder than, than that game.
0: I completely agree with you. That's a really good way to, to frame it. Um,
3: The ultimate thing
0: for me just about this game is like, I agree with you. I, I actually thought what it was, was, Interesting and fine, and I had a good time playing through it the first time. Uh, it's just that there was the there was the promise that this was going to be a sexy robot game, and it it wasn't, and that was like that that like kind of spoiled it for me because I was like, oh, I was just like weirdly let down, which is so strange because like now this is the only time. Well, I you know we don't know each other's lives, but like four people are on the line being like, I thought I was gonna fuck the robots, and I was bummed out that I didn't. You know what I mean, like.
2: <laughs> right. And I don't know why, like why we all thought that. All, yeah. it, all it says really is like dating simulator. Right. Yeah. Um, It doesn't say like anything beyond that. Although, I mean, I guess that's because if you're an asexual person or if you're, you know, cer- certain people I don't think would think about that or would want mm-hmm. that to be the case. They wouldn't want the sex involved. They might just want the romantic element. Some people might not even want the romantic element but still want to date platonically i was thinking about that but
3: then the game starts off with you being like you like what you see yes (laughs) like my private parts right how about you get in here and it's like (laughs) that is not like i feel like that implies that you are like this horny freak who's gonna fuck Mm. a robot
2: i mean i from seeing it when i see dating simulator i do think there's going to be some fucking in here and then, oh. and then they kept on telling you how horny you were and i was like all right well let me touch this robot i guess i really <laughs> like the
3: of of finding out like the general uh, has this huge meeting or whatever maybe this was a different part of the game i'm blending two parts of the game but where they're like look you're our only mech pilot who's not in a relationship <laughs> <laughs> not because you're the best it's just because you're single that's why and we need to save the world.
1: This robot is this mech is designed to be a partner.
3: <laughs> it's yeah. So funny. We're is really driving super it. for childlike and you're like I don't want to have sex with this robot. They're making this robot sound like a baby and mm. this is this is not good. So uh, should we get
1: to our um, final
0: thoughts? Final thoughts. Yes. And uh, I think that read of it it being um nice for for someone who is you know more asexual is like a, a very cool way to look at it and i i would have liked to play that game where I, at the end of it i'm like oh like a yeah i'm like filled with sort of like a nice warmth and like happiness like oh you know maybe i'm the asshole for wanting to fuck the robot in this situation like because this is so much better so much more rewarding and fulfilling you know yeah um, but that's just it, it it's it, it wasn't ahead um that said uh i'm still a play on this i thought it was uh, uh a fun take on it despite uh, all the problems that i had with it like check it out i i don't know I, i've never played a, a a visual novel set in space like this and for that way alone it kind of got me excited about the genre in a different sort of way so you know play through it but just just know the big old warning label it ain't as horny as you think it is <laughs>
3: <laughs> i'm a play as well um and i would go a step further and uh say that I would be interested to play other things made by the creator. Yeah. Um just because I don't know if I don't know I, I don't know enough ab- about them to know like if this was an early game in their portfolio, but like it seemed like a proof of concept to me. And I'm like, what else has this person made? Because I would love to check it out.
1: Yeah. Eleni?
2: Um I am gonna say I'm I'm going to say play even though I personally would pass, but I'm going to say play because I know that um it's it is definitely creative, the person definitely loves the genre, and the fact that you can make a game in the first place. I'm like, so if you like visual novel, you know, like I feel like I'm like, yeah, I don't like visual novels. I don't like reading. So <laughs> so yeah, I would pass, but you should play if that's what you like. <laughs> then be my guest
1: um like with uh super bernie world when i found out that i couldn't have sex with bernie uh, this game became a pass for me <laughs> yeah
2: that's true actually why could not you have sex with bernie in super bernie world you have to
3: choose jane at the beginning uh
2: <laughs> honestly make super bernie world 10 times more horny and <laughs>
1: That's... and he might have a chance he might have a chance like in three years you
3: <laughs> have to you have to play through around. to unlock
0: jane and then you can go back and have sex with him
3: and oh then the game God. becomes so much else it's great you go to the the third house that jane inherited in uh Vermont. <laughs> uh yeah
1: no this game i think for me it's a pass it's and it's a pass because i couldn't have sex with a robot it's like it's simple i'm a dumb i'm a dumb boy uh and uh i think with dating sims like especially i want um yeah i'm i i think i'm i just if i'm playing a dating sim i want to be able to have sex or something so uh i'm just gonna go fucking die now
2: (laughs) no I, i i agree with that i think that that's fair and i think that like clearly we all had that expectation that like it's a dating sim. When when someone says dating sim I'm like, "Oh yeah, like the games where I see the boobs." <laughs> <laughs> at least see some boobs, like that's the bare minimum. Also I like the like, world and
1: the sexy lady mech was kind of sex. I don't know. It, it was just like I was like this is I'm ready. Like I'm ready for this weird thing. Let's Right. Let's and obviously
2: it. we wouldn't see any boobs because it's a robot, but like what? So then my mind is like, "Wow." what are we going to do then with this robot?
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm just so excited to play
3: it, to yeah. to, to see if like I'm affected by it. And I right. wasn't. No. You quite literally go inside the robot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they doesn't sound like they make that very horny sounding.
3: That's, that's no, up no, to no. them to think about. What, the, the sex is happening in the training sessions. Mm, um, yeah. I mean, off screen in your head um, <laughs> as you're going to bed.
2: I'm, I'm thinking about it uh, right now. I'm I'm dating a mech oh my in my God. head. You guys, I gotta log off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And folks, I'm gonna stick around. <laughs> um, that's it. Those are the three games we played, guys. Thank you so much for uh, guesting on Bundle Buddies. Um, you're you're both uh, wonderful. We really appreciate taking the time. Um. Where can folks find you online or find your various projects? I know you're both uh, active and
3: engaged.
2: Yes. Uh, first of all, thank you so much. You're both wonderful. Yes. Thank you. Uh,
3: thank you. Wonderful boys
2: and uh...
0: kind robot fucking boys. <laughs>
2: yeah. Every boy in here, myself included, wants <laughs> to fuck a robot. This episode was uh,
1: like it was like thirty minutes, just a tight episode, and then, <laughs> and then the last like hour is about fucking was hard, robots.
2: hard to end on the robot fucker game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, true. It has devolved into just chaos of like, how does one fuck a robot, and why can't we know? Uh, please, somebody out there. I mean, no, don't tell us. We'll leave it to our imagination. <laughs> make but, a uh, game and we'll you know, play it. Yeah, make a game. Sounds good. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Electric Eleni. Electric, E-L-E-N-I. Uh, you can also find me on Neoscum Podcast. Give it a listen.
3: Sweet. I, I'm Mike. I do the podcast Neoscum with Eleni. I stream with Lenny at twitch.tv slash it's Mike Lenny time. i on Twitter. It's Migdal time. Um, I'm in Chicago in my apartment. Don't come here. Don't come here. <laughs> Do not you got go. A, got an explanation for how to have sex with the robot. <laughs> oh, don't, oh, don't. Once yeah. Once the vaccine is out, then come over. Okay. Show us where on the robot. <laughs> show us
0: if, where. <laughs> if you're a robot, you can come over now because you won't have COVID. Right. Mm,
3: that's but a good you point. May, spoiler, take me to the aliens and cut my head off and- <laughs> Pull my brain out because you uh, have a flash drive that I put install
0: in. me as an AI, and then at one point the aliens just stop accessing you, and you drift in space forever, just like us. After this podcast ends, the AIs that we were programmed into will continue having this conversation long after you all stop listening.
1: That's a perfect segue to the end of the episode, Alex. I'm
2: on my segue
1: point game this week
2: unbelievable i can't believe it this segue uh into another segue (laughs) i'm gonna segue
0: out off this mortal coil now thanks
2: guys
0: (laughs) that was great oh what an episode
1: alex i think that you and i are getting really good at this i wholeheartedly agree um yeah! <laughs> They're so
0: cool. I really am glad they spent some time chatting with us. Absolutely. Tell who's uh, who's coming up next. Next guest is Brian Rodriguez McGovern, our first ever repeat guest. Wow! 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 Why don't we find out the games we're going to play next week? Okay. <laughs> The games are Leave Oma, a visual novel, interactive uh, fiction from Florian Veltman. Cool. Peak Bleak Blues and Other Moods, an uh, adventure experimental walking simulator from Connor Sherlock. Okay. And The Mule Literal, a visual novel, adventure hand-drawn game from uh, Librarium Studios. Sick. Excuse me. Very sick. Um, like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review there, please. And uh, track us out on the web at bundle underscore buddies on Twitter. Um, we love you and I love you, Eric.
1: I love you too, Alex. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. It means a lot to me.
0: Yeah, have a, there it is. It's practicing gratitude in the new year. I love it.
1: <laughs> that wasn't one of my resolutions.
0: <laughs> well, it's a good one. I'm going to make it one of mine. I love you, Eric.
1: love you peace. Bye. Bundle Buddies is produced by Alex Honnett and Eric Roth. Our theme song is Neo Shiki by Roll Music. Email Bundle Buddies Podcast at gmail.com to say hi. Hi.